0: This is the podcast for October 22nd, 2010. It's not safe for work.
1: Broadcasting live from Juan Williams Airport Toilet Panic Room, it's The Professional Left with Drift Glass and Blue Well, we can explain that Juan Williams briefly just got fired from his yeah. pretend, you know, uh, lemonade stand job at and, NPR. And,
0: and thank goodness. It was a, that's way overdue. That's yeah. really way
1: overdue. Juan Williams has been the token in so many ways on Fox for a very long time. He's he's he is the house negro. Let me put that very clearly. Yep. He's the black guy they put on the air to, and the, he's he's uh, Alan Combs.
0: Yeah, he is. And he's the
1: goofy liberal Alan Keyes. Uh, and Alan Keyes. Alan too. Yeah, he's Alan and Alan love child. <laughs> you know, when one crazy person and one completely spineless person love each other very bad, <laughs> they make a bed, <laughs> and and you have Juan Williams, who is who is the lawn jockey. Um, for yeah. for you know, he's the guy they put on the air at Fox News every Sunday, so they can pretend they have liberals on. Yeah. And his his job is to whine ineffectually. Every time his conservative cohorts go too far. You know, when when Liz Cheney says, you know, we should just line up—I don't believe she's ever said this. So let me be clear about that. But when Liz Cheney says something like, you know, we should just line up all the liberals and shoot them, yeah, It's like, well, now, 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 Liz, that's going too far. You know, perhaps we should <laughs> hang some of them. Mm. Perhaps some of them would be better off in camps. You know, making <laughs> making our our food and picking our crops.
0: You
1: know, he's the reasonable liberal yeah. on there yeah. to make, yeah. and that is—he is the person who lets. The racist, ignorant Fox viewer believe that, that, oh, he's, look at him. I
0: don't see color. To,
1: we got, we got one of them. We got one of them. There he is right there.
0: I can tell myself I don't see color because I watch Juan Williams on yes.
1: Fox. You only see in the infrared <laughs> spectrum. This <laughs> is why you don't even see liberals.
0: They're all – <laughs> they're they're, none of them are on fire.
1: They're all ultraviolet. We don't see mm. any of them. And Juan Williams, that was his job. And he had this other job on NPR. And I, a hat tip to Atrios, I believe, coined this phrase. NPR, as we know, stands for nice, polite Republicans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Juan Williams apparently went too far on NPR.
0: We didn't think uh, that was possible
1: no. to go too something. far in any uh, media you
0: job. You could go too far. Who
1: knew? Yeah. Dan Rather, who was at CBS, was fired for goofing up one fact, prominently, but goofing it up. And yet you flip over three stations to Fox and you see Brit Hume lying every day.
0: Every day. It's the script. It's the script to lie. That's the thing.
1: The quavering defense always offered is, well, both sides do it. No, see, when liberals lie, when liberals get things wrong, when liberals screw up, they get fired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When conservatives lie, they get promoted. Yep. And and yet we still have this overarching meme of the liberal media. No, the, the conservative media gets paid to tell people what they want to hear.
0: He said that uh, when a when a mus- person in Muslim Guard gets on an airplane, that they're presenting themselves as Muslim first and American second, and he gets nervous about
1: that. Yes. Yes. Saw a wonderful t- little tweet last night about you know Mickey Kaus <laughs> would employ Juan Williams uh, except Mickey Kaus gets nervous around people like Juan Williams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know they're presenting themselves as black instead of yes. presenting themselves as American.
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> look how black he is.
0: Look how black he is. He's presenting yeah. himself as black. You know.
1: As, as someone pointed oh. out, you know, how many of the nine eleven hijackers wore you know
0: garb? Zero. Uh, they, they, Zero. They
1: that was the point. So he said something patently offensive and, and utterly untrue, and got his ass fired from his little lemonade stand job on NPR.
0: Right now he's still on Fox, everybody. Of course he is. I'm sure because, he got Because you a, know,
1: sure he got a raise He baby. got an
0: ad a boy, absolutely. Yeah.
1: But he atta lost boy. his he lost his uh, credential. Uh. You know, that the, the important part about Juan Williams and Mara Liasson and the rest of the dopes who you know waste their time on Fox is that they have liberal credentials. Yeah, and their yeah. liberal credentials is they work someplace other than Fox News, so they can come on and pre- pretend to be, you know, unbiased professionals that's fair and balanced.
0: You're listening to the Professional Left podcast, professionalleft.blogspot.com. You know that I I think we should we should have gone a lot more satirical with the Tea Party early on <clears throat> and just yeah well you know laugh them off the stage, but and some people are
1: I mean well some people try I mean, you know. You know.
0: Well, Sharon Engel got openly laughed at, you know, yeah. at her candidate forum, and the, and then the moderator said, "You know, when you interrupt her, you're giving her less time to speak, and then people laugh more." <laughs> it was just yeah. not, well, not to be rude, but she was saying things like, "Well, you know, Obamacare is just taking money away from yeah. Medicare," yeah, and people well, just laughed and said, "Well, you're lying,"
1: yeah. you know. Well, that's that's the the. We should have gone more satirical in the Tea Party early on, but the Tea Party came – first of all, there is no Tea Party movement.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: people it's keep, people use that as a phrase, you know, people who know better. You know, The Tea yeah, Party yeah. movement is I know. Me that. too. Yeah, yeah. And there's no movement. There's a bunch of people with a whole bunch of different disparate grievances against the government who are having a nervous breakdown Yeah, and screaming their heads off. The, the Tea Party is essentially the outgrowth of the last year's um, – Town hall meetings. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we well, had,
0: but it had started, you know, April of two thousand nine. Yes. With uh, with Glenn Beck's inviting everybody to come to these, you know, meetings yes. where and Hannity was at one of them and Beck was at one of oh, them yeah. and it was a fully organized.
1: And they stood out. Fox they advertised News them. thing. They yeah. Advertise them, you know, wall to wall on Fox. Yeah. And every yeah. time, fifteen. You know, it's like the, the the inversion of of the uh, of the uh, what Jesus said. You know, yeah. every time fifteen wingnuts are gathered in my name,
0: <laughs> it's a movement.
1: It, it's, it's it's it'll be on CNN. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Well, what about the hundreds of thousands of people who protest? Say, shut up.
0: Yeah, no, it
1: and count. but every time you know, every time a bunch of goofs gather in in a Ramada Inn in Florida, mm-hmm. that's a story, and we're going to cover it for three days in a row on television, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what happened with you know the pay, and it's been. You know, I'm not unsympathetic to people being angry at their government. Yep. I am completely through with stupid people, with angry, ignorant people
0: who are living uh, off of the government,
1: living in a complete delusional yeah. state, twenty four seven, having the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's
0: the perfect word for it: the delusion. Yeah. You and know, yeah. some people have have taken exception to the word crazy because they think that we're. <laughs> They they think that media is denigrating the mentally ill by just tossing the word "crazy" around all the time.
1: Yeah, but they are crazy. They
0: are, they are delusional. You know, they believe things that are not true. I really do think Orly Tates is, you know, three queens shy of a full deck. Well, there's, there's. (laughs) She's really mentally ill. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not trying to diagnose her over the podcast, like you know.
1: Bill Frist. Yeah, you're not a I'm
0: not. I'm not a yeah. senator who can pretend <laughs> to be diagnosing over o- Do that. diagnosing over the podcast like Bill Frist did. But I do think that she's got a uh, psychotic fixation on something that's just not true.
1: Yeah. And we have to stop treating them like they're responsive to their environment. As if but, they're but, uh,
0: and, and, and who, they're who is the we? Who is the we, though? The we is Chuck Todd. The we is yes. not oh, you absolutely. and I. I mean, absolutely. this is the yeah. thing.
1: Well, they're it's, a story.
0: And, you know, well, and Chuck Todd won't start a story about anything without saying, you know, it's just looking bad for the Democrats. And
1: <laughs> yeah, all that energy. They have all this energy on the...
0: This was funny. Chuck Todd on... Morning Joe yesterday apparently said – I didn't hear it, but Heather at Crooks and Liars heard it. He said that the Republicans are going to crawl through broken glass to get to the polls. And Heather said, are they going to climb off of their Medicare-sponsored scooters <laughs> first? Have we hit bottom on the Tea Party stupid yet?
1: No. <laughs> Next question. You in the back. Two. Okay. Hey, take your top off. Come Come on. Uh, Make it a birthday thing. Don't make this weird. I'm only answering questions during the two weeks up to. Yeah. Well, this is this is this. Is, well, everybody here, everybody is in the audience voluntarily. And I'm only answering questions from you know from people who oh. will shake, shake their moneymakers for me. This is this is birthday privilege. I, I, them, yeah. I don't make these rules. I simply enforce them rigorously.
0: Okay, so seriously, um, do I
1: think we've hit bottom? No, I don't think we've hit bottom. This the stupid. I don't think you can hit bottom.
0: Stupid act number one. Sharon Angle appeared before and spoke to a group identified as the Hispanic Students Association of this school. <laughs> right. Boom. They yes. were. That's what they were. Here they are, the Hispanic Students Association. So
1: they, they boldly presented themselves. They
0: presented themselves as Hispanic. Hispanic
1: first, yeah, not
0: American. <laughs> not American.
1: Right. So she came
0: in. And she walked in and she starts and you know, I I know where she her her brain was telling her she was going was celebrating the great melting pot of America.
1: Yes. <laughs> And so what came, out, so of what
0: came was, out of her mouth was, some of you look Asian to me.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: And these high school students started laughing at her, not with her, at her. Now, then we have Christine O'Donnell. These two, and, and let's be clear, I want women candidates to be elected to official positions. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing for America. Gender diversity, racial diversity, people need to be represented in representative positions.
1: Yes, in across our democracy. government,
0: across our government. We don't need to have intelligence diversity. No, the the idiots right. get their own Congress people.
1: Well, you know, blue gal.
0: Oh, I'm you.
1: <laughs> I'm you. Let me explain this to you. No,
0: you're not.
1: Cuz you're cuz you're a chick and I'll you
0: And you're a feminist, damn it. Yeah. And if I you say you're a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> what was that cartoon? Listen, kitten, if I tell you I'm a feminist, I'm a feminist, damn it.
1: Look, blue gal. You said in the most condescending <laughs> Look, blue gal. Both sides have IQ. <laughs> And just because one is really low double-digit and one is high triple-digit, there's no reason we shouldn't find a nice David Broder-friendly centrist position between those two. Isn't Stupid that true? people have opinions, and those opinions need to be heard and respected <laughs> and aired. And if they think the Earth is 5,000 years old and we say and not – yeah, And flat. and flat. <laughs> let's compromise. The Earth is 10,000 years old and shaped like a contact lens.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know? That's that's called compromise and centrism. Honestly, honestly. So, uh, well, and and she didn't know. Now this is here's the deal. She didn't know in a debate that separation of church and state is in the Constitution.
1: Yes, and she thought
0: in the establish right in the Establishment Clause it is in the Constitution. Congress Mm -hmm. shall make no law establishing.
1: Regarding the establishment of
0: of a religion and.
1: Or the free exercise, exercise
0: thereof, the free exercise clause. And what that means, Tea Party listeners <laughs> at home. Listen very carefully. because
1: <laughs> the big words are coming. So have your thesaurus, which is a, another big word. Yeah. It's handy.
0: Individuals can be any religion they want to. They have the freedom to do that. The government will not prefer one religion over another or, or establish a
1: church. Exactly. Period. The,
0: period. Now, I get it that Christine O'Donnell is as dumb as a bag of hammers. Okay, uh, that we she's pretty much established that. Yes. What makes me sick to my stomach is that then the conservative movement, particularly in the blo- conservative blogs, comes to her defense, Michelle Malkin. Well, you know, you. well, you know, the words separation of church and state aren't in the Constitution
1: actually. Yes. Therefore the concept isn't there. <laughs> no, actually the point is the concept is there. It yeah. is the very, very, very first concept.
0: Well, she did a word search. She huh? copied the constitution into word and searched for separation of church and state and it's not there.
1: Well the so the, <laughs> the brain cast, the people that you know are way, way back in the rear, the Koch yeah. brothers, the, the people yeah. who are running yeah. the party. Mm-hmm. Really want this country to be a nice, tidy, white, Christian theocracy. Well,
0: and also ch- by
1: corporations,
0: they want it to be China, though, don't they? I mean, of course. a oh, yeah, state, they, 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 a state-run corporation they, with the, cheap labor, with incredibly cheap labor.
1: Yeah. I think, I'd i say they want it to be somewhere between China and Saudi Arabia, which is yeah. you know, a, 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 yeah. a country yeah. run by rich oil billionaires. Mm-hmm. Gosh, we have that already. Yep. And, and
0: controlled by orthodoxy. Yeah, Orthodoxy yeah. is
1: enforced by crazy religious you know, fanatics, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. is, we're really close to that. Yeah. And that's really what they want. And I can't emphasize this enough. Way in the background are the people who really want this to be a theocracy, but you yeah. can't have a theocracy in a constitutional democracy right. unless right. you can establish that there is no separation between church and state, and the founders were all inspired by Jesus to write the Constitution.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And, and the message discipline of the right is always, always, always keep pounding away on these core issues and never stop and just you know keep telling the same lie over and over and over again until you end up with a Christine O'Donnell who thinks right. she's pounced on someone during a debate. Right because some at some point somebody told her this was true yeah, and she went and in church
0: in church someone yeah. told her in church or this
1: was true picked up this notion that it's not in the constitution so she the look on her face that she had pounced on her opponent yeah she'd caught him aha
0: and then uh, he and reads the constitution to her and yeah. says really no really this isn't and the in there and yeah. the
1: audience is laughing with her honestly we've tried reasoning <laughs> with these people and we've tried negotiating with them now the only thing left is shaming and mocking them there really isn't any other way to move them from their position and i think that you know the the, the mistake liberals made the mistake that that uh, barack obama made frankly is after bush lost and you know history began on january 20th two, uh, 2009 we should not have even had a president for a whole year maybe two
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. That the country was so broken and so broke and so betrayed and Republicans had fucked this country up so badly for so long that what we should have done is taken a year off and grieved. And really taken out, you know, and but we we
0: didn't do that, and we, we never did that we can't, no, do we, that. can't do we, that. Long, we can't do that we can't take time off exactly. But we
1: needed to really establish the fact that
0: Atone. tone, a tone, <laughs> and
1: recognize and atone and for and and, and heal ourselves.
0: But you know, but, America is the greatest country God ever gave the earth. So that, and we're America bashing right now, drift class, we by are. saying that you but, know. We needed,
1: but we needed to. I mean, I know this is physically impossible and politically impossible. We needed to heal and we yeah. need to acknowledge the fact that the previous 8, 12, 15, 20, 30 years had been a catastrophe.
0: Well, we didn't do that after Watergate either.
1: No, we had to move on.
0: Yeah. We had yeah. to
1: move on. And so what happens is as we are busy fight as Obama is a, is busy trying to fight the fires, put the fires out created that are burning right now. This gives the right time to regroup. Yeah. And yeah. pretend that it never happened. Yeah, that the arsonists yeah. are in fact the heroes and the firemen are the villains. Yep. And so we return yep. to the battlefield, all tired from trying to, you know, stomp out their latest catastrophe, and we find a bunch of people in tricorner hats pretending that history never happened.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and rebranding the exact same party that ran the country into the ground
1: for eight years, and yeah. and it's going to take
0: it's going to take decades to. To clean it up,
1: to to clean it all up. And we we all said that. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you go back and read any blogger, any writer for the last six, seven, eight years, everybody said this is going to take a generation to clean up. Mm -hmm. What we didn't say was we can't keep – we can't allow the same people who fucked it up to keep throwing bricks into traffic while we're trying to fix it. And that's Mm -hmm. the mistake we made. We assumed Republicans would – having destroyed everything, having ruined this country, having broken – Would have some
0: shame and and a conscience.
1: (laughs) Willing to back off for at least a couple of years.
0: No, but they erased the chalkboard. Right. You know that's
1: yeah. Never happened. It never happened.
0: It wasn't us. And
1: you you can hit these people with facts all you want, and they just bounce off because they are hominids. They've become you know the the, five or six or eight movies spring to mind that people should read. But what (laughs) I was thinking of this morning was Altered States, where William Hurt uses drugs and an isolation tank to turn himself into a hominid. Yeah, you know, to a proto-human concerned only with killing, eating, and fucking, and that's <laughs> what the Tea Party is. Yeah. they have become yeah. these fear-driven reactionary who don't think reason is a good thing anymore, and who are only capable of reacting to fear and pain. So when I, you know, when I mock Christine O'Donnell, it's because I don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. Because, because showing, you know, rubbing people's noses in the fact that they have been horribly wrong.
0: Well, yeah, and I want to address the feminist issue here because okay. I I you know, you're mocking her. I am. And that's awesome. I think that's <laughs> the only way to go is to go yeah. full bare with the satire and laugh at them and make it totally embarrassing for anyone with a brain and a conscience to be around. To them. even consider yeah. them as having anything to say because
1: because we've tried everything We've else. tried
0: everything else. That said, I want to say something about a lot of feminists are really uncomfortable with the denigration of the Christine O'Donnells and the Sharon Angles and so forth. Although it's interesting, we never get to Michelle Bachman when we talk about this. It's always, Chris, it's always Christine O'Donnell that we have to sort of defend as feminists and
1: say, "Well, they've out you know, run her." Yeah, they've lapped her. They've gone. <laughs> they've gone all the way around the track.
0: And, yeah. And, well. And she's- Christine O'Donnell is a, an affront to every woman who seriously wants to pursue good government yes and honest politics and intelligent discourse. and she is a they used to say, I want this is a funny story. My mother's an artist, and her first name is Amanda, and she um, is a, a very nice Midwestern lady. <laughs> And when she did her college art show, it was uh, these portraits of African-American men and women. And someone did a review of the show, of um, Amanda's art show. Uh And this was in 1961, 62. And they basically did this wonderful review of what a fine artist this person is. And essentially said she is a credit to her race.
1: (laughs) And... (laughs)
0: And, you know, her name is Amanda, and she's painting African-Americans, so mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. she's black, <laughs> which mm-hmm. she's not. So I think there are women candidates like Hillary Clinton, yeah. like the two Republicans in Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will not put Meg Whitman and Carly Fiorina in that in that category at all because I think oh. they're dreadful. Nope. Uh, but they are not shaming women as Jen, candidates. My
1: congressman, Jan Schakowsky... Mm-hmm is an awesome congressman. Yeah. She would be an awesome senator, and one day she w- would be an awesome president. I don't yeah. think she could ever win because she's yeah. too liberal, Oh, but she is an awesome president. Oh.
0: Well, and there are, there are a dozen Democrats that I can name that I would vote for Susan Collins before I would vote for them. Oh, yeah. You know, because even though she's a Republican, because she's smart, she's competent. I don't always agree with everything she says, you know, because she is a Republican. But she's smart and articulate and has her act together. And we, as women feminists advocating for women candidates to run for office, do ourselves and our nation a tremendous disservice... By defending Christine O'Donnell because she's a woman, and I know that African Americans have had this debate within their the the whole the whole movement to get African American men to pull their pants up, and, yeah. and you know and dress decently. And remember, you know, the civil rights movement. A lot of it was about put your best clothes on, put your best right. face forward, and show white America that you are good people. That, you know, that was your response. That, that that that's your responsibility. And you know, as much as I despise everything about the policies of Condoleezza Rice, her new memoir is a, is about her parents and how they damn it, they raised her in Birmingham, Alabama yeah. to have self respect and education oh, yeah. and be smart. And that that was how you were going to get out of the racist south.
1: And that was your responsibility. That's your responsibility. As a responsibility. Exactly. You were a representative. And
0: women have life. that responsibility too, damn it. Yes. We have a responsibility to be smarter than the men. And, I, you know, oh, that double standard, da, da da fuck you. No, we have a responsibility <laughs> to be smarter, better, more articulate, and, and to take responsibility for representing our gender. Yes, And I've had it with feminists who say, oh, you know, I just wish we could discuss Christine O'Donnell in a sane manner and not go after her as a woman. She is shaming women by being such a fucking idiot. And I'm tired of it. And, Amen, and somebody Lodell. needs to call her on it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't have time for this. This pseudo It's pseudo-feminism that says you know, we we're we're denigrating women by talking about her as she's crazy and she's stupid and she's this. She is stupid and crazy and yeah. she's say, she's lying and she's ill informed and it's a shame she's shaming women. Well, and, and if, she should be it, called, held
1: accountable for that. Speaking, speaking as a man.
0: <laughs> well, tell, and now I have to have a man tell me something. Let me tell you how it really is. Yeah. And before you do that, before you do that, I want to say something about. <laughs> I want to. I want to read this wonderful tweet from the former. <laughs> The former Melissa Harris Lacewell, who just got married, and her Twitter account is about, you know, the wedding, and she's talking about, With people are joking with her. And someone joked with her and said, you know, I'm glad that as a feminist you're not giving in to showing off the ring. (laughs) And her response was, oh, crap, am I about to get thrown out of feminism again? (laughs) (laughs) So... Yes. You know, and I I she do believe she married a man
1: too. Oh, I know. I'm
0: so <laughs> bad liberal. Yes. Heterosexual marriage. Bad she liberal.
1: Changed. She changed
0: her name. She changed too. her name on Twitter even. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Miss, she's Mrs. Perry now. So congratulations. She's such a and there's another woman who is a credit to yes, the so news yeah. to the news business, to African Americans, to women. She represents
1: To academia too. To
0: academia. Yeah. To she's amazingly smart, very articulate, and fair. Yeah.
1: And feminism is simply not so fragile that it can't exactly criticize and be honest about what's really going on. Yeah. Okay, I get I get the fact that the vocabulary is patriarchal. I get the fact that you know hysteria and and I believe me, I took. Oh yeah, I
0: mean no, and and I would never use that term to describe any female candidate because that is bias. Yes. You know, calling someone hysterical or it's, you're getting hysterical, is a put-down. Absolutely. It it's a it's female put-down. Put I've down. never used that. You, I've never heard you use that term.
1: As, I, as I've as i always said, I own personally, as mm-hmm. do you, Blue Gal, mm-hmm. every single fucking word in the English language.
0: Yes, you They're do. They're
1: mine. They're mine. <laughs> and you can't take any of them away. No. Nobody no. can. But if I use them incorrectly, if I use them inappropriately, if yep. I fuck up, and I use them badly or brutally in a mm-hmm. way that I didn't mm-hmm. intend. Now, if I intend to hurt somebody...
0: Oh, like, we'll know it.
1: You will see the knife going in. You will yeah. see the knife coming out.
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. are
1: much more subtle than that blue gal. <laughs> and a couple days later, like, where did my heart go?
0: <laughs> I am. I am very...
1: Uh, and I take my lesson from uh, Mr. Steve Gilliard, and the reason I bring him up is not just a shout-out to the late Steve, but Steve had the, the exact opposite problem. It was, you know, he's... My goodness, you know he's certainly he's certainly a good writer uh, for a was,
0: black the, man.
1: No, for, yeah, the joke was, <laughs> wait a minute, Steve Shilliard's black.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know
1: yeah. when he when he got all up in in, the, in Michael Steele's grill, it's like you know, Ken Blackwell's grill. It's like, well, of course you'd say that. As a white man, what do you expect? Like, dude, he's. A big black guy. <laughs> in New yeah, York, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it was uh, underlying thought was, well, he's way too smart and articulate.
0: Yes, and educated and, so, and, and black well informed. Yes, yes.
1: Just to take out the big sledgehammer and just beat the crap out of people because yeah. his theory was, that's the only thing that's going to work. So, oh, yep. Anybody can fault me for anything I use, any word in any language I use, and I take their criticism very seriously. But look at my intent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if my yeah. intent is to make you cry and yeah. you cry, then I've succeeded. And there's nothing that anyone's right. going to say that's going to make me change one second. But semicolon.
0: your intent is not to put down women. No. Your intent is to demand intelligence.
1: Yes, from everybody.
0: From everybody. Yes. And if, yes. And if you're
1: not capable of, of present, if you're not up to the task of governing, if you're not up to the task, that's fine. There's lots of people who aren't. Inform yep. yourself about the basics of the issue. You know, it's chew people. There's a, there's another word. It's chew people and opinions who, who insult your intelligence. Who mm-hmm. Anybody who wants you to believe that, that the solution to the federal government is electing a bunch of stupid, crazy people to go to Washington and basically and it down yeah, yeah. is, a, is, is either completely evil or a moron. As an informed citizen, the least you can do is stay the hell away from bad company. And those people are very bad company. Yes. And if you don't,
0: and I'm they're and them. they're hurting feminism, they're and hurting. I'm that's it. And they're, they're hurting and
1: America, blue cat.
0: Yes, and they're hurting America.
1: Yeah, but yeah, they're they're insulting feminism. Yep. Yep. By treating feminism as this fragile little you know Fabergé egg that nobody can shake or talk about, mm-hmm. and the entry requirements are here, and if you don't meet every one of them, then you're a bad person. Well,
0: and Fuck the per- and the perfect example of someone who got that message and who teaches that message to this very day is Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You know, she understands that politics is politics and that you move you move on with your life and you continue to make the world a better place and you do it from where you're planted and you mm-hmm. do the best you can. And she's I think she's doing an amazing job as Secretary of State and, you know, represent. And she's representing intelligence and competency and feminism, yeah. <laughs> all of it.
1: Yeah, and I disagree with her
0: on a lot of things. 70% oh, sure, seventy
1: percent of the time.
0: Yeah, well, and I'm—I don't like all of the policy. You know, the foreign policy of the—we could—we can do th- three podcasts on the foreign yeah. policy of the Obama administration and how much it's like the Bush administration. And we could go. We, you know, that's off but topic a, at this point. But, but as an
1: example, as an exemplar of a highly intelligent, highly motivated, very smart woman
0: who didn't let getting offended get in her way of right. ma- of. Keeping her eye on the prize of making this world, forming this world into what she wants it to be, she did not let oh. that slow her down. And no. I feel I'm very disappointed in the the supporters of her who have not who gotten have the message. Well, who have not gotten the message to celebrate what she is is accomplishing.
1: Uh, one of the things she did in the last week or two is this: uh, "It gets better" video.
0: Yeah, she mm-hmm. and and we wanted to do one too. We do. <laughs> We do. We want to do. We want to do the "It Gets Better" video for the straight guy, (laughs) for the straight teen,
1: (laughs) for the dorks,
0: for the dorks, dorks and for the weirdos and nerds and and high functioning (laughs) autistics (laughs)
1: like
0: uh, us.
1: (laughs) The uh, the uh, Asperger people out there. Yeah, uh, some of us who have a
0: absolutely and and who have uh, challenges with the social world of high school.
1: Yes, and who get beat up a lot? Who get, about that. Who you, get got, you got you
0: got beat up in high school.
1: I got my ass kicked. I got my ass kicked starting grade school through high yeah. school, like on a really regular basis. Yep. I got. I don't. Know, I don't mean punched around a little bit because people that hap- That really does happen to everybody. That's yeah. just something you go through as a kid. Yeah. But I mean, going home bloody every couple of days, wow. having being thrown downstairs, mm-hmm. being stabbed, yep. uh, being chased to my front door. Uh, not being able to go out in my backyard because there were packs of kids out there with with sticks and mm-hmm. rebar and rocks waiting to beat the crap out of me. Yeah. My parents didn't know how to deal with it because yeah. it was it, you know because the parents of the kids were totally okay with their kids behaving that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I was the outsider and the outsider must be destroyed. Yeah. Must and, be destroyed.
0: And it was a different it was different for girls. It is different for girls and it's it was different in my experience. But from grade 7 through I was called ugly every single day at school. Every single day. I had girls walk up to me, grab the pencil off my desk and break it in front of my face, and then drop it on my desk and say, you know, you're not gonna do anything about it. Right. I had a fellow student take a canned peach from my from their lunch platter while I was putting my tray away and stick it in my math book and smash it flat. Okay. Um you know, and these are painful memories. Yeah. It, it. And it was like that every day. It was yeah, like it, that every day.
1: I. I don't know about you, Blue Gal, but I learned two things from that mm-hmm. period. Yeah. First was I learned to hate school.
0: Yeah, exactly. I hate school. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I, I love learning. I love reading. I love books. I learned to hate school because school was simply a place where you go to have pain inflicted on yep. you. Yep. Yep. And that's why I didn't go to college out of high school. I didn't even mm-hmm. take it seriously my senior year. Yep. I blew it off because I was going to get a job, and I did go get a job. And I found out people don't beat you up on the job, which
0: yes, was you know, a revelation. Exactly. exactly. Like, oh, wait a minute.
1: There's places in the world where people don't beat beat the crap out of you every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most of the rest of the world is that way. Yep. And the, the second really important lesson I learned, and this, this went right down to the bone, was um, how completely uh, authority can fail. Yes. How parents yes. and teachers and principals and, and guidance priests counselors exactly. And all the people, all the grown ups that are supposed to protect you mm-hmm. won't protect you if you're an outsider. Yep. They will turn their back, they will yep. say, Well that's just the way things are.
0: Oh kids are kids. Kids are kids. kids, be kids, are kids. Boys will yeah. boys.
1: And and I'm like, yeah, I, you know, we get the fact that you get a little rough on the playground sometimes. But this kind of daily Methodical torture Gleeful torture. terrorism. Torture where, you know, terror. I'm going home, yeah. home with you know with a, a wound in my leg, with yep. my clothes torn off my back, yep. bleeding, and the principal just sort of looking at the same. Well, you know, what can you do? Well, why? Because because daddy runs the little league, yeah. or dad, yeah. I, you know, I'm at the same club with him. And these are people I prayed with in church on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. To the yep. same God, and I was dumb enough to believe that you know they actually were taking the same lessons home that I was. Yeah, yeah. But these were kids who were violent, aggressive. Uh, I assume they all now have grown up to become Tea Party members. Yeah,
0: well, um, and that's the thing that that's the message that. We want to carry, and I'm not sure how many teenagers we have listening to the podcast. We'd love to have emails from teenagers if you are listening. Well, the message we want to carry to the teenagers listening, or if any are, is uh, you know, high school is your time in the Chilean mine. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's not pleasant. It's not where you want to be, oh. but the elevator does come, <laughs> and you Absolutely. you are lifted out, and you are. Uh, a, a hero for being a survivor of that. Yes, it's a necessary part of high school. Is a necessary part, imprisonment, part <laughs> torture, part. You know, hopefully, there's a little bit of fun. Uh, I know for some people, high school is just a totally, you know, in junior high to, is even worse, horrible time. <laughs> but survive it. And then, when you, what's so funny is, 20 years later, these people want to be my Facebook friends. Yeah. And it's no. Yeah. And
1: I, I don't. You know, I don't hold grudge against grudges. No, against the children,
0: exactly, and I don't. But I do either.
1: I'm, I, these people, their best days were when they were 18.
0: Exactly. Exactly. No, that was the best years of their life, and they, and now they work for. You know, they work for the man.
1: They cannot look forward to any better time.
0: Yeah, than high than, school.
1: The, the, you know, this it, it was, you know, it's it's um, it's Bruce Springsteen's song, Glory Days.
0: Yeah, yeah You yeah. know,
1: They were they were great in high school. They could throw a hell of a fastball. They were the kings and queens, lords of the earth. Mm-hmm. And now they're not. Yeah. And and you know, if you, I don't believe Austin Goolsby had a good high school experience. Oh no. no. I don't, I really. Hillary Clinton. Look at her when she's at the. Uh, you know, when she was young and working at the um, younger, working at the uh, Watergate trials, she was a geek. Yep. She was a policy geek with big mm-hmm. glasses and new. You know, and a, and a reader. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: You know. This. These are. These are our people. This is our tribe. And our tribe.
0: And and you're already in our tribe if you're a geeky teenager listening to this. That's what we want to tell you. We get it. We get where you are because we've been there. And you can survive this. You're better than those people. Trust me. You are. You're better than those people.
1: And one thing that the the city councilman whose name I I can't remember.
0: uh, Oh, the one in Texas?
1: Yeah. He gave this beautiful speech, this beautiful, beautiful, uh, tearful speech about how – one thing, well, a lot of a lot of what he said resonated with me. Mm-hmm. But one thing he said, because you, you feel completely alone, completely isolated, you are there's some, there. Must be something so horribly malfunctioning and wrong with you mm-hmm. that your peers would hate you this much for no reason, yep. and would want to hurt you every day. Get off on hurting you. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And he said, you know, the thirteen-year-old boy Joel in him, Joel
0: Burns. Joel Burns is his name. Yeah,
1: that the, the the little kid in him sort of held on to. You know, he wants to take that thirteen-year-old boy and show him his adult self.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I'll tell you, the thing that saved me—seriously, um, the thing that saved me from snapping in high school and either, you know, doing something horrible to myself or horrible to other people—was I knew somewhere in the back of my mind I'd eventually be twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it would
1: be over. It would be yep. fucking over.
0: And, I, and and you had educator parents who I did gave you Great that vision people. who gave you that vision and i did too and and you know my dad went with me to high, to some high school event and i pointed to some people in the hallway and said that guy tortures me that guy you know he says i'm this he says i'm that and my dad just looked at me and said you know you know what these guys and they were all guys you know what these guys are going to be doing 7 years from now you know If they're lucky enough to finish high school, they're gonna be, you know, doing menial things with their lives. And you're gonna be out of here. You're not even gonna be anywhere near this building. You're gonna be gone. (laughs) And beyond it. And and having someone tell you that, you know, I hope I hope people listening have someone to tell them that. If you don't, I'm telling you that now. I'm giving you my mom voice. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen.
1: (laughs) It It gets gets better. better. It gets better for for all of us, and the yeah. only people it doesn't get better for frankly, are the people who who whose whole lives are centered around being sadists when they're sadists. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, because there's no future for them, and they're there's losers. no place for yeah. them in the adult they're losers, there's no yeah. place for them in the adult world, Yep. Uh, and they eventually and i i one of these fine days, you all will buy me a beer. And I'll tell you the story of the son of a cop who in this context nearly killed me, yeah. And got out and got away with it because his dad was a cop. Yeah. Uh, again, authority, you know, authority bends in the direction of bullies when you're young. However, his life did not end well or yeah. is not going well. And it has been a continuous downhill slide since then. Yeah. And it yeah. really does get better for the rest of us. It mm-hmm. really honest to God. Take Uncle Drift Glass's word for it. It gets so much fucking better once you grab that sheepskin and get the hell out of high school. On that note.
0: On that note, we want to thank our listeners. We have a website where you can listen to our podcast for free. There's no downloads or registration. You just click play and you you can listen on your laptop or other computer device. Mm -hmm. Uh, That website is professionalleft.blogspot.com. At that website, there's also an opportunity to drop five bucks in the hat to help us continue to do this work, and we're very grateful for your contributions. We love getting your emails, and we are going to be doing our email show where we read your letters on the air. We're going to be doing that Thanksgiving weekend, and that email address is proleftpodcast at gmail.com. And we get we both get those emails. So send sure. one, we both get it, it drops into our email boxes. How are the Internet kitties this weekend?
1: The Internet kitties would like you to know that for Internet kitties, it never has to get better because it's always good. <laughs>
0: This podcast is produced under a Creative Commons license, copyright 2010, Driftglass Blue Gal Podcast.